Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Not only do we have listener email... Ooh. We have new listener listener email. Ooh. Yeah. Thought that wow. might pique your interest until you hear the last sentence, that is. Oh shit. Yeah. Brace yourself for a little a little a little Lindsay dig. All right, let's hear it. But it starts off wonderful. This is from Danny, new listener. Danny writes, Okay, I know I'm late to the party, but I just got on the pod. Wait, let me start that again. Okay, I know I'm late to the party, but I just got on the podcast bandwagon like four days ago. I can't believe I just listened to two people argue about toast for an hour and a half, but holy shit on a shingle, I haven't enjoyed myself this much in a long time. Wow, lovely. Sometimes I forget that I'm like, oh yeah, we're talking about really dumb shit. Yeah, I I don't think I ever forget that. I think I, <laughs> Wait, really? I think I fully am aware of that, and maybe I can be like that side of the spectrum, you know? Oh, and I'm the other side where I'm like, this isn't stupid at all. You're like, this is really important shit. Yes, you know? talking about toast for an hour and a half matters now more I, than ever. I think that's because you're a parent and like things are so crazy when you're a parent that like if you could like put all your eggs in the toast basket, it just like makes you feel better about life. Yes, I can't, I can't stress out about all the things that are going wrong in the world. So let's just, let's just fight about toast. Yeah. As much fluff as we humanly can give the people during these times, I think is the right way to go. And listen. No one gives fluff better than you or myself. Or toast. We give to- to- toast. We give, we give good toast. Toast sound. God damn it. I put that as the title because you just had to fucking do that. All right. Here we go, though. Anyway, I'm in love with the podcast. And I'm sorry, Lindsay, but you were never a human child if you didn't have cinnamon sugar toast as a kid. Really? Yeah. Okay, did you like make that up or did you do that like, did your parents give it to you or did you do that like when your parents weren't watching? No, I think my parents did that for me. And then I got a little older and I was like, oh, I can do this myself and put the butter on and put the cinnamon sugar on. Yeah, I really, you're way, way in the minority on this. Okay, I'm into it. I'm going to try it. I mean, you like cinnamon. I love cinnamon. I love sugar. I love cinnamon sugar. I love it all. You love toast. Mm-hmm. You love will it. truly be the toast of the town if you have cinnamon sugar toast. I'll try it next time. I feel like I deserve to cheat. This you this podcast is slowly ruining me. <laughs> slowly ruining me. <laughs> oh my god! There's gonna be one one podcast where we both go. Let's just do like an hour and a half on tofu. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need it. To, or a cleanse episode. We need to do a cleanse. <gasps> Kirk, you and I, <laughs> I let's do a cleanse for a week and then we talk about it on the pod. I say this with love. It's a Can, thing. You know how I feel about you. 
It's a thing. I'm just saying. I understand it's a thing. I love you, but go fuck yourself. A week? <laughs> Three days of like an, a weird cleanse. Just think about it. Can I, can I, can I barter down to two? No, it's not really a cleanse unless you do three or more. Uh, I don't, I don't think cleanses are like good or healthy. No, they're not. At all. Um, but I think it would be really interesting for the podcast. I mean, we do it for the content. Yeah, we do it for the pod. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's think about it. We'll do a three day cleanse. You're going to apologize to Anne about my uh, attitude in those three yeah, days. Yeah, you're going to apologize to Bradley because I'm going to be <laughs> miserable. I'm going through withdrawals. Which partner is going to be more miserable? I think Bradley because he doesn't, he probably doesn't eat as healthy as Anne. Mm-hmm. You know, like Bradley's going to be really sad. <laughs> I think Anne's just going to be like, Ugh, I've seen you at your worst already. This is yeah. like, this is just a Wednesday. Where Bradley's going to be like, oh, fuck, just please eat something. Just eat something already. All right. Yeah. I will find a cleanse that's stupid. Okay. And we'll do it. This is this is actually getting me really excited now. I know. I think it would be fun. All right. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And Danny, thank you for the email. Thank you for joining the Food Fight family. If you have a question or comment, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we will read it on the air. Or if you want to ho- holler at Lindsay, you can reach her on Instagram at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. Excuse me, I haven't gotten a little DM in a while, so mm. hit me up. Let me Come know on. what you're eating. I want to see those food pictures, please. We need pics. Send us pics. Uh, speaking of Instagram, let's go to our food poll. Last week we did the college episode, and I did a college food poll, and. I was more curious than that because what I what I pulled was basically the same thing. But I just wanted to see if there was a difference. Cup of noodles versus ramen. Which one did you eat more in college? Uh, ramen won 60-40. Interesting. I've always been a cup of noodles kind of girl. I've been a cup of noodles kind of guy. Yeah. And I think for me, I was like, it's just easier. Yeah, it's like all contained right there. You don't have to do anything else. Yeah, when you're a dumb college kid and you're like, oh, I can just have this one container do it rather than, oh, I got to put it in a a pot and then a bowl. I'm lazy as fuck. Let me just do the cup of noodles. And you can take it to go. And then you just throw it away right like that, even though it's totally bad for the environment. Totally. But we didn't care. We were college and we were dumb. Yeah. But- isn't it the same kind of like, do you think you could do a blind taste test of cup of noodles and ramen? I could taste a cup of noodle, I think. Re- okay, we might have to do that sometime in the yeah, future. Yeah, I think I got that down. Wow. All right. All right. We'll do a cup of noodles ramen challenge because in my mind, it's basically the same thing. It's just what is it, uh, how you what, eat it. How you eat it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, But Cup of Noodles lost. And you can find our food polls every Tuesday morning on our yummy Instagram page. And we'll do one for this coming topic right now, which I'm very excited that we're doing, mainly because I'm fucking hungry right now. I'm so hungry right now. Uh, And what I've gotten is really exciting. We're going to talk about Cuban food. Yay! So I don't know if people know this because I've only mentioned it a million times. Lindsay's from Miami. Yeah. And so- I'm going to guess you had a lot more Cuban food than I ever did. 
even though I'm only a couple years older than you. Yeah, it's pretty common to have Cuban food there. However, most people like stick to Versailles. The the restaurant Versailles is really popular there. I don't remember branching out much more than that. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's very Miami specific, though. I think a yeah. lot less than just South Florida specific. Oh, okay. I think you have oh, to be like interesting. in Miami. Okay. I have to ask you a question. You mentioned Versailles. Is it the same Versailles that's in LA? I don't think so. Okay. I, I just hearing from a friend, they're not related, then they're not actually the same. And in my opinion, I don't think that the one here is as good as the one in Miami. Okay. Um, that probably makes sense because, you know, being raised in Cleveland there's, in the 80s, there's no Cuban. And then going to New Hampshire in the 90s, there's no Cuban. Uh, and then yeah. even in Chicago, there wasn't, there's not a ton of Cuban. It's all other different stuff. Yeah. I, I never really had it growing up in South Florida until I moved to Miami. And then okay. Miami had the good Cuban food. But like, we didn't really eat it before I lived in actual Miami. Did you even, do you even remember thinking of eating it? Not really. Like I knew that like Miami had a Cuban population, but as far as food goes, I never really thought about it until I moved to Miami. That makes sense because I think it is a bit overlooked and I never thought about it until LA. I moved to LA and the first place I went to was uh, Versailles uh, because they're known, and we'll get into this later, they're known for this garlic chicken that they have. Mm. And then of course, uh, Porto's, which if you're in LA is like an LA staple. Yeah. And everyone goes to Porto's. Porto's is really good. Um, Porto's is great. I've had Porto's uh, desserts and a couple of like little savory dishes, but mostly desserts. Mostly desserts because that's what they're known for. I've had dinners there that are really good. Nice. They have really good, I feel like great black bean soup and yeah. great pork dishes and, and everything. It's a good Lord. Going to Porto's is just an ordeal. Well, it's for those of you that don't live in LA, it's like, a line out the door. It's a gazillion people. It's a huge, huge, huge restaurant. It's like a big to-do. Yeah. And if it's like a Sunday and it's like Super Bowl Sunday, don't even just, don't even go. It's just too crowded. It's it's kind of the only game in town because people just go, well, we'll go to Porto's for Cuban. And I think that's kind of the thing. I think it's, I think Cuban's kind of hard to find if you're not maybe in Miami. Yeah, I haven't had any other ones. I haven't had Cuban food in New York the whole time that I lived in New York. I don't think I had Cuban there. Um, and just Versailles in Miami and then just Versailles here in Porto. So yeah, I think it is hard to find like good Cuban food. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's a shame because sometimes maybe because it's so rare, I'm going to give you a hot take. I enjoy Cuban food more than Mexican food. And I know that's a weird thing to say mm. in LA. But maybe it's because it's so hard to find in Mexican food you can find anywhere in L.A. Mm. But I feel like maybe because of that, Cuban food is maybe a little more special because it's harder to find. Well, I think it might be more special, but I love I mean, I like both, but I think I gravitate towards Mexican food. Okay, but that's the thing. Like when I was looking up Cuban food, I was getting like. All sorts of everything but Cuban. Like they were all kind of lumping Latin and 
Yes. Mexican food all together. There, I don't think there's that many like actual Cuban restaurants in LA. Yeah, they, that's exactly right. It's all like this. Like, here's a good example. There's a place by us, which we love, uh, called La Bamba. And mm-hmm. it's got Cuban food, but it's it bills itself as Caribbean food. Oh, interesting. So it's got yeah. all this. So it'll have all the Cuban food, but then it has all this other uh, Caribbean-related food. And it's great, but it's not strictly a Cuban joint. Right. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of that. And they'll have like they'll have like tacos and stuff there as well. So there's Mexican food there as well. So it's it's hard to it's hard to do it. Now let me ask you this, because this is getting into the foods. I feel like for me, like you know, you go to some places and you're like with certain foods and you're like, okay, if they don't like if a Japanese place, you're like uh, a noodle place, and you're like, okay, if they can't get ramen right, this place sucks. I feel that way with like black beans and rice. Yeah, for sure. Yes. If you're fucking up black beans and rice in a Cuban joint, then you're like, okay, then I'm not, I'm not going. Yeah. Uh, I I agree a hundred percent. You eat a lot of black beans and rice or eat a lot of beans and rice. That's kind of a staple. Is it black beans? Um, I eat a lot of beans, not as much lately, not really rice. Like I'll do like quinoa, but, okay. but I love beans and rice. Is black beans and rice your number one for for beans and rice, or would you go red beans and rice, or would you go? No, I like thing? black beans better. Same. Than, I think black yeah. beans are the rest. I think the, I think they're the best. And then you add, especially the Cuban black beans and rice, and then you add a little hot sauce to it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good! Now, there's two things I've learned when it comes to beans and rice. I'm going to say these wrong. Oh, let me just make this disclaimer now. I will be butchering a majority of these foods. Like the names, you mean the The names. The names. I'll be butchering these. Uh, I didn't take Spanish. I took French. So I'm not that good at French either. So, Um, okay. Beans and rice. Congri or arroz? Arroz. So do you know the difference? Congri, C-O-N-G-R-I, or arroz? A-R-R-O-Z. A-R-R-O-Z. Yeah, those are, those are two different ways to two cook different, beans. Okay, so yes. are, are one of them, you mix them together so it's like the brown rice that they do? You are really close. It's a, a congri is beans and rice cooked together. Yeah. So Arroz is beans and rice cooked separately and then put on. Yeah, so you'll see on the menu sometimes like brown rice. Yeah. But they, but what they mean is they cook the beans and the rice together. So it's like not, it's brown. Yes. Or it's almost like kind of purpley blackish. Yes. And yeah. That's what I want. I like that a lot, but that is easy to mess up. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. You know? That's probably true. Yeah. It's hard to fuck up the, you're going to cook the beans separately and the rice separately yeah. together. Yeah. But I like the, I like the prettiness. I like the color. I get it. I think it looks great too. Could you taste the difference in a blind taste test? Oh yeah. You could. Oh yeah. I think it tastes totally different. I don't know if I could. Mm, I think you could. The consistency is even different. Oh, is it a little is it a little softer with the congri? I feel like it's a little softer. Yeah, that's what I want too. I want that softness. Yeah. When the when the beans are a little like uh Hard and you're gonna say al dente, but it's not al dente. You're like it's just not cooked enough. Yeah, that's that's worthless. Uh, okay, let's move on to the big one. This is the big ticket show. Uh, the big ticket 
food. The Cubano. Mm. Okay. Every place has a Cubano. There's places where there's sandwiches, uh, a sandwich shop that has a Cubano anyway. Mm-hmm. Would you eat it at a, at a, would you eat a Cubano at a non-Cuban sandwich shop? Let me tell you something. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is really aggressive and I'm getting scared. One New Year's Eve, I uh, it was, I think it was just me and my ex-boyfriend, Adam. He's one of my really good friends. We got really hammered. And on mm. the way home from going out, the only thing open for food was the 7-Eleven. Wait, where we, were you again? We were in Florida. In Florida. Okay. And we were like, oh, we're going to have to eat something at the 7-Eleven. So we go in there and we're looking at everything and they really didn't have anything at all. But all they had was a Cuban sandwich. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we have to do it. Like we're starving. So we shared a Cuban sandwich and it was like so incredible that we talked about it for weeks that like the 7-Eleven had the ah. most incredible Cuban sandwich. So we went back yeah. to like try it again and it was Pure garbage, like cardboard garbage. Oh, I was hoping you'd say like 7-Elevens in Florida for some reason have crazy good Cubanos. Well, you know that there's like a famous like 7-Eleven in Tokyo has a famous like uh, egg salad sandwich. Okay. So like we thought that that's what this was. You thought you you discovered it. You're like, we've discovered the place. Oh my God. Oh, were you so excited when you were like the next day? Oh my God. You're like, this is on. We talked about it for weeks. We were telling everybody to go get it. We couldn't believe how good it was. And it was like (laughs) pure garbage when we went back Uh, there. I would get a Cuban sandwich at a good sandwich shop if it wasn't a Cuban place. But it would have to be like... An artisanal fun sandwich shop. I agree. It can't be just a regular one. Um, Yeah. So for those who don't know, a Cuban sandwich is uh, roast pork, ham, Swiss cheese, pickles. Ah, those pickles. Yeah. Yellow mustard. And you're okay with it. Yeah. Because I like yellow mustard. It's just on the bottom of the mustard totem pole. Yeah. And then it's it's pressed. Um, If you Uh. are a fan of the movie Chef... Uh, the John Favreau movie, as my family is, we've watched it multiple times. They have the best looking Cubanos on uh, film ever. Just, I just watched Chef like three weeks ago and I was just like, God damn it. I'm so fucking hungry. I love so, that movie. I love that movie. That's uh, Theo's favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I love it. Number one movie. Um, now, we just talked about a Cubano. A Cubano. Have you ever had a media noche? What is that? Very interesting. It's the exact same sandwich, but the bread is made with a sweet and soft egg dough, very similar to challah. Mm, I want that. (laughs) I love challah. Fresh challah is like so good. You might like a mina noche better than a a Cubano then. I think I would. I really, well, it might be a little sweet. That was my worry with you because I know sometimes like things are too sweet for me and I thought maybe that that would be an issue. I think it would be delicious. I don't know if I would, I think I would get both, split it with someone and we would do half and half. Yes. That's what I would do. That's right. Yes. You you tell someone, listen, you get the Cubano, I get the minoche, split Mm -hmm. it in half. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what that is? That's good relationship work. Yeah, relationship goals, you know? Yep. Be with someone who you can get two different sandwiches 
and then split those sandwiches. That's the only way to do it. Like seriously, if someone I was with was like, no, nah, I, I don't want to do that. I just kind of want my own thing. I would question the relationship. I have never been with someone that didn't want to split things and like order a bunch of things and split it. And I would think it was really weird. If I would think it was really weird too. Even if that person was great and everything about it was wonderful, I'd be like, you don't want to share anything? Because there's people who don't want, don't like to share food. I know. I don't like to share food, but if we're getting more stuff because we're sharing, I'm happy to share. No, there's people who just want their, like, if you did that and that person would be like, no, I'm just going to get my Cubano and- No, no, I don't like that at all. No, I don't want that at all. Those people, those people don't exist to us. Well, the Medianoche is, the name of the sandwich means midnight, referring to the fact that it traditionally consumed late at night, mostly after a big night of partying in dance clubs. Fun. Love it. That's why I figured you would have had it. I just have this image of of early 20s Lindsay partying her ass off and then late at night getting a media noche. There wasn't really Cuban food around where we got trashy. You had to you had to make you had to start there typically. Yeah. Thank you for already admitting that you're like, yeah, we, we got trashy. Oh, my Miami days were beyond trash. Are you are you happy there's no video of it? Yeah, actually. <laughs> I have a lot of pictures of it. I forgot to send you the Togo pictures. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of pictures of it. But this was like right when Facebook was starting. Mm-hmm. So I, there were questionable pictures on Facebook thinking no one would ever really see these. Yes. I had to go back through and like... Get rid of some photos. Yeah, do a little bit of a purge on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I fear for my daughter. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, the other sandwich I wanted to bring up, and I've never had it, but I guess you haven't either, since you didn't spend that much time in Miami. Is a pancon, pancon lechon, lechon. It's I just feel, a roast pork. It's a roast pork sandwich. Yeah, I feel like I've had that before. Okay. I feel like in some ways I would like that more than a Cubano because the thing about the Cubano that to me doesn't make it a perfect sandwich is I don't really care about the ham. I I don't I I'm not going to say no to a Cubano because the ham's not going to like get in the way, but I'm like nah, I don't really care about the ham in a Cubano. I just want the pork with cheese, pickles, mustard mm. pressed. Do you think the ham adds anything to it? Or you're like, that's just ham. I think it's just kind of what it is, but I don't care about a ham either. Yeah. Like I'd much rather have a pulled pork than a ham. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, let's get into some dishes. Uh, We broke this down into sandwiches and dishes and other things. So some of these dishes I've never had. And I'm going to start with the first one. And God damn it, I want this right now. (sighs) Oh, Lindsay, this is going to be a butchering masas de cerdo frita okay explain to me what this is fried pork dough fried pork dough i don't think i've ever had that that sounds incredible oh it's like these little fried pork chunks Mm. oh my god i saw pictures of it and i freaked out again this is one of those things where i looked at cuban restaurants around me to find, couldn't find. I was like, why can't I have this in my life? Yeah. I also, when I was looking at Cuban stuff 
everything was like kind of the staples. I didn't see anything too unique and strange. I saw a couple, but there is a lot. Actually, they're not strange. They're just things that I'm a hard pass on. So I guess mm. it's more of that. But like, uh, like the garlic chicken, like the garlic chicken. Have you had it at Versailles? It's like you get the whole, the half chicken. Yeah, I was kind of overrated. Lindsay, don't fucking say that. I love that garlic chicken. Oh, God damn it. If you love that, when you go to Miami, go to Versailles, Miami, and you will be like, oh my God. Is it the same premise? Is it the same kind of thing? It's the half a garlic chicken with the sauce and the garlic sauce. Yeah, I think they have that. Oh my God. When I first moved to LA, uh, we lived pretty close to that uh, Versailles uh, on Pico. And it was a half a garlic chicken and it came with beans and rice and it was like six or seven bucks. Oh, wow. And I would like to say that I like ate half and saved it. No, I just fucking ate it all in one sitting. Yeah. Wow. And I got plantains. Yeah. Which ones, the sweet or the other ones? Oh, the, the, I got the sweet, the, the plantains versus the yucca. Uh, we'll go over that real soon, but yeah, I got the plantains and I do just, I would go to town and then I would just like go home and crash. Yeah. So much food, but the garlic chicken is, is see, I think it's the sauce. I think I'm saying it right. Mojo, M-O-J-O. Mojo applies to any sauce that is made with garlic, olive oil, or pork lard and a citrus, traditionally bitter orange juice, but more popular lime. It's so good. Oh, uh, it's what they do to marinate the pork and stuff. Ah, uh, it's so good. Ah, uh, it's so good. And I think that was what was on the chicken from Versailles. Yeah, and usually like you could dip your tostones. Like, yes. Like, yeah, so good. Oh, God, yes. And the reason Anne likes it, but that we just won't eat it anymore, is because it's way garlicky. Yeah, it's like... The rest of your day is just reeking of garlic. <laughs> the rest of the day, you will sweat garlic and then you'll do the thing where you're like, forgot that you had uh, the garlic chicken and then you'll burp and you'll be like, oh, I had garlic chicken yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's new for you because we're just realizing that you now know that burp smell. Yeah, I just figured that out in college, which was like five years ago. So Yes, you're very young. Burp smell, people. Burp smell. Um, but yeah, that garlic chicken to me, it was, that was the first experience I had of Cuban food. Uh, not even the, before even a Cubano, I had that chicken just cause I, I heard it was such a good thing. And it is, and it is, um, another thing that is the national dish of Cuba and I've never had it. Ropa Vieja. Uh, so good. Did I say it right? Ropa Vieja. That's what okay. I. That's what I usually get. That's your dish. That's the Lindsay dish. I don't get the chicken. I get that. Okay, the national dish of Cuba: a hearty stew made with shredded beef, tomato sauce, onions, and peppers. The stew is traditionally served with yellow rice and a glass of cold beer on the side. Mm. Did you do the cold beer on the side? I don't know if I did the cold beer on the side. I bet you it's really good, but then you're like, "Well, I'm just getting full." I also feel like Puerto Rico does the same dish. Am I making that up? I think there is a lot of crossover in these Like areas. the yuca, the yeah. 
Yeah. Same yeah, with like, like when we had uh, Carlos on for Peruvian. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of crossover. When I was in Puerto Rico, I had the Ropa Vieja and the Yuga. Like, there's a lot of the same similar things. Is it a is it a big old dish? Is it like a huge plate? Um, it's a lot of food because they do like the rice and beans and the plantains. Oh. Yeah, it's it is honestly like that's my go to. I never get the chicken. I always get some sort of beef. There's one more beef dish that I get too. Is it the picadillo? No, but that's really good too. Okay, before we get to picadillo, because that was our next thing, do you know what ropa vieja translates to? No, what does it translate to? Old clothes. Old clothes? Yes. Because they take all the stuff and just throw it in a pot? Oh, you know what? That sounds like the smarter one. To me, I was just like, you ate so much of it that you would wear old clothes to be comfortable. I'm sure that's not the right answer. No, I think it's like taking a bunch of scraps yes. and throwing it, it together. in a pot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yes. But you've had picadillo. Picadillo? Now picadillo. that's with the olives, right? Is there like some sort of an olive? This? Oh, yes, it does. Okay. It's a spicy dish consisting of ground meat, tomatoes, onions, in its basic version. Ah, uh, um, this the is dish so is also good. Used, so it's uh, served with a side of rice or tortillas. In Cuba, the cooks like to add raisins for sweetness and olives. So unbelievably delicious. Well, no, because there's olives in it. My friends used to make yellow rice and the picadillo. And that it had been so good. Incredible. Was there olives in them? I like it with the green olives in it. Now, what about raisins? Because we know you and raisins. I would do raisins in this if there's enough heat and spice. Okay. Let me ask you this. I'm going to guess if there's just olives in it, you're good with it and don't care that there's no raisins. I don't care if there's no raisins. What about the reverse? If there's raisins in it and there's no olives? I would find this dish to be strange without olives because I've always had it with the olives. Okay. And I think it just provides a nice little flavor to it. So I don't know. I've never had it without olives. Bullies it more like it. Um, I've never had this dish. Probably uh, because there's olives in it. And that so is so good. But I love yellow rice. And the idea of yellow rice and ground meat and tomatoes sounds really good. Yeah. Mm. I feel like my friends might cook the rice and the meat. Almost together. Oh, God damn it. That's what we're learning. That's what I want. I think I want that from now on. I, I want rice and beans and stuff all cooked at the same time. I think I could be making that up and my friend is Puerto Rican that makes it. So maybe that's like the style his family did. Mm. But I feel like they cooked it like together and it became like a paella almost. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a while since you and I have done a show where I've gotten more progressively hungry and angrier that we're not eating the food. So good. God damn it. That sounds great. Yeah. All right. Let's, you mentioned it earlier. Let's break it down. Plantains versus yucca. Before I say which one you like better, do you want me to tell you the difference? Yeah. Tell us the difference. Right, tell us the difference. Yucca, also known as cassava, is the root of the cassava plant. This close relative of the potato and the yam has a rough bark-like skin that must be peeled before eating. 
It is often fried and enjoyed as an appetizer or snack. Uh, sweet plantains are overripe plantains. They are sweet and soft. They're typically fried and enjoyed as a side dish called tostones, which is what you just mentioned is when they're uh, fried and you dip it in that uh, mojo sauce, the garlic yeah. sauce. Oh, my God. Fuck me. God damn it. My sister used to make those all the time when we were younger. Really? Yeah. They're really, really easy to make. I mean, you just cut, like, the plantain looks like a big banana. You just cut it in slices. You fry them on a stove in oil, and you just smash them while they're frying. That sounds fun. Why can't I meet your sister? And then, like, a little salt on top. Your sister's got a lot to offer, almost more than you, I think. I know. She's pretty cool. Can you look up for me, when they make those sweet plantains, like the really sweet ones, Mm -hmm. what are they cooking that in? How are sweet Like the fried, the Maduros, they're called. Yeah, the Maduros, which is what, yeah, which is with the popular one. Okay, so. Is that like bourbon? Uh, let's, I'm looking at Bon Appetit for fried sweet plantains. Girl, it's just plantains and vegetable oil. Really? Yes. You can add salt or sugar. Those are optional, but basically it's just plantains and, uh, vegetable oil. Fry that bad boy up. Okay. So there's three different things we're talking about for the, so just to break it down for the listeners. Yes. There's the Maduros that are those sweet plantains that you would find at like a Pollo Tropical. Like yes, they're they soft. They have those. Yeah, like, they're a side dish and they're soft. Then there's the circular round plant, big smashed pieces of plantain that look like little pancakes. Yes, and they're crispy. And you fry them. And those yes. are also just called plantains or they call them those are called tostones tostones and then there's the cassava the yuca which i've had almost as french fries yes yes that is correct yes in like a green sauce i've had those like that Oh, that green sauce. Well, I've had Peruvian ones. I've had Puerto Rican ones. And I've had Cuban ones. And they're all delicious. They're all delicious. All right. Which one do you... How do you order them? Tostones? I like the tostones. And yucca. I like the tostones, then the yucca, then the sweet plantains. I'm going tostones, plantains, yucca. Because I love the sweet plantains, but there's so much. Yes. I could yes. keep eating the yucca. I could keep eating the the uh, tostones. tostones. But I feel yes. like after a few sweet ones, I'm like, okay, I got my like sweet fix. You They're know? very, very sweet. And that's why I understand why you're like, why is there sugar in this or bourbon or something? It's yeah, super sweet. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. I think it just, I think it just, the sweetness comes out more when you, when you uh, make it with the vegetable oil. So when I eat, uh, the Maduras, the plantains, I'll shove them in whatever food I'm eating. Mm. So it's, I get a little bit of sweep and not overly sweet. It's almost better than just eating it on its own. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. But I, I love, I love, uh, plantains. Uh, but yeah, tostones, plantains, and then yucca would be last. All right. I gotta think you've tried this and I'd never heard of it before. 
And now that I have, I'm like, I could just make this or something. Arroz con huevo. That also sounds like, a, the like la- they called it the lazy lunch. It sounds like it's like a version of their fried rice or something. Yeah, it's basically they it's their rice and then you top a fried egg on it. Yeah, I've never had that, but that sounds great. I mean, I'm just like, why haven't I made that in my life right now? Well, I do that a lot. Like if I make a big thing of rice or quinoa yeah. and I have it left over, I will put a fried egg and like mix it in like fried rice. I bet that's yeah. really yummy. You're doing it and you don't even know you're doing a rose con huevo. I know. Well, now uh, we know. Now you know. Now the next time you make it, pause and go, I'm doing a rose con huevo and I have Kirk to thank for that. How Cuban of me. <laughs> well, look at me. Look how Cuban I'm being. <laughs> this is great. Okay. Let's get into our pastry section. Which, again, it's one of those things where if you've never had Cuban food and someone says, oh, you got to eat their pastries. And you're like, wait, Cuban food has pastries? Really? They're so fucking good. Oh, my God. I love a Cuban pastry. Okay. Let's break some down. They're so sweet, though. Yeah, that's what pastries are, girl. They're supposed to be sweet. I know, but you know how Mexican pastries, like, they're more, there's, like, some, like, very bready, just, like, bready ones. Some of these Cuban ones have a lot of like. They have a lot of stuff in them. And I think fruits. it's also, they have a lot of fruits. They're also like stuffed and they're soft. So it's not as like, like you said, it's not as dense. bready or flaky. Yeah. yeah, it's very dense. Like the the guava and cheese strudel. The, ga- the guava stuff. Oh, God damn. I mean. It's a little too sweet for me. I think I'm a little too sweet for you. I'm just not like a huge pastry person. And if I am, I want like a croissant with like a bit of a filling, not like loaded with the filling. I don't like anything you've just said. Just the whole point of a pastry is for it to be sweet and just unctuous. And And more buttery with a tad sweet than like crazy. So you like a guava cheese strudel. You don't love it. It depends on the the bread to fruit ratio. What does that mean? It's all good. They're, let's say they're equal. No, 50, I like 50. a little more bread. Okay, you don't make any sense now. I was really, I was really on board with all the things you were saying, and now the, we hit to the guava, the guava cheese strudel. Coming from me, who like just really likes chocolate pastries and chocolate this and chocolate that, guava cheese strudel is like a revelation. And when I had those, I was like, this is great. Yeah, they're good. They just could be a little sweet. You could be a little sweet. No, I'm asking, could you be a little sweet? No, 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 I can't. <laughs> no, sorry, no, I cannot. Um, we went to a place, which I will mention later, um, as part of my uh, uh, recommendations. We were there for dinner, and then... And it's like, oh, they have some guava cheese strudels. Let's just grab them. And it was the end of the night. And I was like, yeah, can I, I'll just grab a, like two guava cheese strudels. And they just looked and looked at me. And they're like, it's the end of the night. You just want them all. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, we got like eight. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And I just paid for two because they were just like, look, we got to yeah, just going to get tossed. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was so happy. So happy. Um, what about Papa Rayena, the potato balls? Love. Is that your number one? I feel that might be. Are those a pastry? 
they're in the yes because they're in the pastry right. section like at portos they're in that pastry section yeah are these now are these with meat in them yeah love love yeah. them i'm gonna say this and i think you're not gonna like what i'm gonna say they're too potatoey Ugh, whatever. <laughs> as long I, as they're not dry and yeah. they're like they're so good. I I would like a I would like a more meat ratio than potato ratio. Understood, but I'm okay either way. Okay. What about a chicken croquette? Would rather have a ham, I think. Interesting. I've never seen a ham one. I'm sure obviously there's gotta be a ham croquette yeah. there. Oh, I don't know if I want the chicken. I'm, isn't there some way, I don't think I eat the chicken croquettes because there's like a little bit of some sauce going on inside. Mm, I don't know about the sauce. There's something going on there. I just feel like it's really easy to go wrong with chicken. It can be dry so easily that it's always a little safer to get beef or ham. That makes sense. I'll, I'll buy that. Now, there's one more pastry that... I only know from Porto's and I haven't seen it anywhere else. I'm sure it's other places and I couldn't find it and I couldn't figure out what it was. It's like a sweet black bean thing and it almost looks like a mozzarella stick. Have you seen that? Yeah, I feel like I've had that before. It's, you probably are like, oh, it's too sweet, but it's really good. Black bean Cuban pastry. I feel like I would get behind that sweetness because it comes from beans. It's like it's like a black bean thing. Yeah. It might be just a Cuban black bean. No, that seems savory. Um, but it was at uh, Porto. I've gotten it many, many times at Porto's. Uh, and I can't find it anywhere else. I can't even find it online. So maybe I'm just hallucinating it. Oh, this is distressing. Um, let me tell you something. If you Google... Cuban pastries, it's just a lot of guava and cheese. There's so much guava. So much guava. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I'm going to move on to another section. And this is the section I'm calling, huh? Okay. It's only two things. I don't know if you've tried it. We mentioned earlier, like, you don't... When you you looked at a lot of Cuban places and you're like, oh, they kind of have the staples and there's nothing weird. I found two weird things. That I was like, hmm. And I didn't find them at other restaurants, but I found them online. Uh, fufu du Plantano. Ooh, Bana- what is that? It's called Banana Fufu. Oh, Banana Fufu. Banana Fufu. Banana Fufu is one of the few vegan dishes in Cuban cuisine. This healthy meal is made with boiled bananas and a fried seasoning known as sofrito. The boiled banana is mashed with a fork and mixed with sauce, creating a soft semi-dry dough. Wow, I mean, I love sofrito. Um, I would what, be. I want to try that. I want to try that too. What is sofrito? Sofrito is there like is a spice um, that is. I could be wrong. Hold on, want to look it up. I think it's where they get the color of the yellow rice. Oh, I okay. think that's sofrito. Ooh. Um, let's see. What is sofrito composed of? Spanish sauce, tomato paste, olive oil, onions, garlic, herbs, and peppers. It's like, uh, they put it in rice and it makes the rice, like, 
you know, it just like zhuzhes it up a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. I would try that in a banana fufu. Oh my God. The sofrito is so good. Would you try it in the banana fufu? Sure. Yeah. I, I would try it. I'm hoping it's not, this is going to sound weird, but I'm hoping that it's not too sweet and that it has yeah. a little kick. Because something called banana fufu just sounds like it's going to be really sweet. It might really be really sweet. sweet. I feel like if it wasn't sweet, they would just use plantains. So oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like it might be too sweet. But yeah, but we Fair could enough. try it. I mean, we could. It'll have garlic and onions and all sorts uh, of things. Oh, uh, all right. The other one I found. Oh boy, here I don't even know how to say this. Ayako aj. I-A-C-O Cubano. Ayako? Ayako? I don't know. I apologize again. That is really bad. Um, this dish consists of a thick broth made of vegetables, yucca, ripe banana, potato, pumpkin, pork. The yucca is eaten very hot and brings together different types of meat and the type typical Creole seasoning composed of garlic, chili, and onion. It sounds like a stew. It sounds like a very, very thick stew. Like a chicken soup or something. But like even more like viscous, which Mm. I think, I don't know if I want that, if it's going to be like a real, if you're putting yucca, banana, potato, and pumpkin together, I got to think that's like real thick. I want to try that. (laughs) You're here for it. I'm here for it. I'm what I'm looking up is it's also like it's also a Colombian dish. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it does. It looks like it's a big stew. Yeah. And it looks freaking delicious with the right like hot sauce and spice. That looks so good. I mean, the hot sauce and spice you're bringing me to, but if it's all those starches, do you mm. just kind of go, "Oh, it's going to be real real starchy." No, oh, I'm I love seeing that. it right now. There's, you know what? It might be, it depends on what you get. Because I'm seeing one that I'm like, oh, that just looks like a real flavorful broth. And then there's another that just looks like cement. Ah, it looks so good. The one I'm looking at now, that actually looks really like refreshing. Ah, it looks so good. I want to get into this. That looks really good. Okay. Maybe I would try that then if it's it's prepared that way because that looks really fucking good. All right. Two more topics before we get to eating. I put these under no. Flan? Yes. Let's just get right into flan. No. Flan is terrible. I used to hate flan when I was little. I've said it before. I'm totally into it now. That feels like you're saying I am immature. No, you don't like butterscotchy flavors like that, caramelly flavors like that. You're not going to like flan. That's what no. it is. I here it's it's a combination of two things. You don't like the consistency. The consistency, yes. Oh, you know me. I you love it. Me. You're getting that consistency, and then you're getting the sauce. That's two negatives and one dessert. Ah, uh, I love it. I used to hate it. I love it. When did you? When did you? Become a turncoat and go to Team Flan. Once I had really good flan. And where was that? There was a little place, like a little, uh, what do you call it? Like a pana. 
the bakery, like a Mexican bakery. Okay. I know. I don't know the name, but I know. In like East LA and they had a fridge full of flan and like cold desserts Mm -hmm. and we ordered it and we bought some and it was incredible. Were you like, okay, I'm going to try this, but I have a history of not liking it. I didn't say anything to the person that I was with, but I was like, yeah, I'm not really into flan, but I also don't really want to eat dessert right now. So it's fine. And then Mm -hmm. I tasted it and was like, oh my God, this is so good. How often do you eat flan? Like once a year. Okay. Have you had flan in the pandemic? Uh, no, I don't think so. You just proved my point. Yeah. I I haven't, but I w- it would be delicious and I would totally try it. I just, I can't get over those two negatives of the gelatinous sauciness, which just is, mm. I can't get over. And everyone I brought this up to, they're like- well, you haven't had good flan. That's your yeah, problem. It was and I'm once, like, no, that's not it. It's the whole shebang. Well, you don't like that flavor. Yeah, I anyway, do not. No. I think if you liked that flavor, you could get over the gelatinous thing. You know what I mean? But you don't like that flavor. I don't like gelatinous either, so. Right. So you can't, you're not going to like get over that. It's a Lulu's problem. I'm not going to get over it. Thank you. Yeah. And I don't have to get over it. No, if you don't, there's other things you can eat. There are other things I can eat uh, that are not flan. Has it ever been flan? This is going to sound stupid. Is there flan without the sauce? That's They go together, right? There's no like sauceless flan. I've seen like less sauce and I've seen okay. more sauce, but I don't know if I've seen no sauce. Do you want a heavily sauced flan? No, I don't need a heavily sauced flan. Okay. Do you need a lightly sauced flan or just a regular sauce? I like regular or light either way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They're all bad. Um, The last thing that I'm going to say is bad before we get into eating. Come at me. Rum. Don't like rum. Overrated alcoholic beverage. I don't really drink rum anymore because Mm -hmm. I just think it's... Typically very sweet. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, okay. So my sister DJed this event that was like what Firefest tried to be basically. And Can it was. Can we pause it, for a second? Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to isolate this sentence. Yeah. My sister DJed yeah. is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Well, that's what she does for a living. That's. God, I'm doing the show with the wrong genteel. Yeah. So she did this party in Puerto Rico and it was mm-hmm. sponsored by Bacardi. Mm-hmm. And we, it was this huge festival and I went because they, it was all invite only. So there mm-hmm. was like not that many people there, but you got to like experience this amazing festival. Yeah. And, but there was only Bacardi. It was free booze the whole time, yeah. but it was only Bacardi. And I remember being like, ugh, like I drink whiskey, I drink yeah. beer, I drink vodka, I don't drink rum. Because I was forced to drink Bacardi for like five days and they had all different types of Bacardis, mm-hmm. I now understand, like I could get behind rum if I had to, like there's one that's really dry that tastes more like a whiskey. There's one yeah. that's super sweet. There's like different types of rum, but you really have to know like where to go. You can't just get a rum drink and like it's all sugar and it's gross. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. almost have to go to a place that specializes in rum and rum drinks. Yeah, and then you'll have like a nice rum, but you have to like 
know to do that and be very selective. Yeah. Even like when, when I drank, I, I always skipped rum because it was always like anything that's in rum, anything that has rum in it is going to suck. It's just going to be a sweet bomb and I don't want that. And then also like, you know, when you're in college and you're like, okay, let's do shots of rum. I was like, yeah, let me just do like vodka. I'd rather do rot gut bourbon, bottom yeah. of the barrel bourbon than, than rum. I think when you're younger, you like have a rum and coke, you have like gross yeah. daiquiris, you have like gross rum, but I think that yeah. there are really nice rums. I think you just have to know what it is. And like, as an adult, we don't typically go towards that. Yes. I would do a Jack and Coke over a rum and Coke, like any day of the week. Yeah. I typically lean that way too, but I yeah. do think there are good rums. I think we just don't, in the United States, we don't focus on those rums. Yeah. Because like the idea of a mojito- I like in concept because I like the way it looks. And I was like, oh, I bet you that's really refreshing. But just the, the, uh, the rum just – and I never got sick off rum or anything. I just never liked it. Never oh, I like the it. taste of a mojito, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really – if rum went away for the rest of my life, I would be fine. Agree. But if I rum- will say from being forced to drink rum for five days and asking the rum bartenders like yeah. – What's more like this? What's more like that? There are options. You yeah. just have to like really get into it. I'm not. I'm not putting in the sweat equity to find a good rum. I think. I get is, it. I is get what it. it is. is what it is. Just like I'm not putting in the sweat equity to find a good flan because there is no good flan. Well. Well. Yes. I'd like girl. the listeners to message us and tell us what they think about hey, that. Hey, that's going to be our poll. We're going to do a flan poll uh, for the week. Check it out on Yummy or come at us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and let us know if I'm wrong. I'm going to say people will think that I'm wrong, but I am right. I think it will be close. I don't know. Ooh. I'm curious to see how it goes. If it was close, I'd be really proud. I would. If it's close, I will take it as a win. I think, I think flying gets a bad rap, so I'm curious to see what the poll does. It, it gets a bad rap because it's bad. Well, let's see what the listeners say. We'll see what the listeners say. And now it's time for Thank God. How's it taste? Woo! How's it taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is about Cuban food, that's what we'll be tasting. Do you want to go first or second? I can go first. Go for it. So I haven't had Versailles in like six years. And so I ordered from Versailles. God Damn it, Lindsay. I can't believe you got Versailles. I love you and hate you all at the same time. Yeah. So do you want to know what I got? I'm not going to taste all of these things. Okay, no. But I got beef empanadas because I was, I just had like potato balls recently. So I'm like, I'm not going to get those, even though now I'm regretting it. Beef empanadas. I got tostones. I got sweet plantains. I got the brown rice with the the rice and the beans cooked together. I got yeah. Ropa Vieja and I think that's it, except for what I'm going to taste. And what I'm going to taste is the rice pudding. <laughs> I don't hate rice pudding. Well, I wanted to try it because I, I, I knew you didn't like flan and I was looking at their desserts and they had a rice pudding. Yeah. So I got the rice pudding. Let me grab it. Get the rice pudding. Oh, this is going to be very exciting. I can't believe 
that you got for Sai. That is so funny. That's the first place I've ever had Cuban food. Absolutely amazing. The rest of it, like, I'm going to share with Bradley and we'll probably yeah, eat for dinner have, tonight. You're literally going to have, like, two dinners. But I had, like, a few tostones already, and they were really good, and I liked the sauce that they had, the, yeah. the mojo sauce. Okay. So there's just, like, a little bit of cinnamon in the corner. Ah. Oh. I love rice pudding so much. I see now, I, people are going to be like, hey, Kirk, you like rice pudding. Why don't you like flan? It's different. It is different. I mean, yeah. it's definitely different. I haven't had rice pudding in a really long time. Oh. So I'm going for it. So this is, okay. So because I didn't like flan, if I would go to a Cuban restaurant, I would get the rice pudding mm-hmm. instead of the flan. So in honor of Kirk, I got the rice Aww. pudding. Aww. Mmm. Oh my god, that is so good! Is it really? Oh, oh eat another bite for me, please. God. One more bite for me. So there's only a little bit of cinnamon on the side. A little bit of cinnamon on the side. Very sweet, freaking delicious. Mm. Is Bradley going to eat any of that? Yeah, I'm going to leave the rest for him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat dinner tonight without him because he's working tonight. So I'll like nibble and take kind yeah. of like a de- the, the empanadas look incredible. Yeah. The ropa vieja looks incredible. The, everything looks amazing. The tostones were delicious. And the sauce of the tostones was less garlicky than I typically like. Oh, and a little more granola. lemony, a little more citrusy. But you love lemony. I know, but I really like the garlic sauce of a Cuban place, and I don't know if it's quite garlicky enough, but we'll see how the rest of it goes. I think that's a good point, because when I'm having the anything, particularly with Cuban, with garlicky, I want it garlicky. I want to hurt. I I want to hurt. hurt. I want to hurt, and it's not. It's very mild, and I think that's kind of odd. That is um, so yeah, I'm excited though. But the plant, the thing of plantains. Let me show you this thing. Hold yeah, on. let me see these things because uh, you got so much food. Oh my god, I can just see behind you with how much food you got. That's admirable. the thing of the sweet plantains feels like it's five pounds. Okay, it's yes. only it's only in this little thing. They're dense. It feels like it's oh, this is the rice. It feels like it's five pounds. I'll, I'll show it to you later. There's like 50 sweet plantains. And I'm like, all right, it's a little much. Did you just ask for one order? I just got like an order of a side of plantains. Wow. I got, yeah. They're like, wow. there's a lot of them. I had one of them. They were really good, but. Back to the rice pudding. Mm. Is mm. the rice pudding ricey? Because that's how I like it. It's ricey. Um, but it's a little runny and I think oh, okay. just because maybe it's not right out of the fridge. Yeah. You've, you've had it for a little bit. But I like it. I think it's really good. I like, uh, I, I want my rice pudding a little ricey, a little, a little on the chunkier side than the smooth side. Wait, while we're here though, cause I accidentally yes. grabbed that rice that was cooked together. I want to try it and see if it's the beans are softer or yes. harder. What, uh, you, Congri, I think is the version. Yeah. So this Wait, is. Can you show me the color? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yes, God, that's the rice I want. Yeah, it's God like brown. Damn. Mm. What is that? Hold on. Mm. 
No, it's soft and it's really oh. good. No, I think like when the rice is cooked that way, maybe it's a little chewier and not soft actually. Oh, okay. I also it's just really think good. The, the the flavors just kind of because you're cooking it together, it just blends mm. together, and mm-hmm. that's what you, wow. You really oh, I bought like eighty dollars worth of food for one you went person. above and beyond. And that's going to last you like, I bet you you get like three meals out of that. Yeah. No, you're going to get with Bradley. You'll probably get total. You get like five or six meals. The Ropa Vieja is so huge. Like it's huge. Oh, it's a that's huge. That's going to last you like three days. That's so good. I know. I'm really excited. I'm going to eat all the little fixins tonight and then that's save the stew probably and then do the stew together like tomorrow. Yes. Because the stew and the rice are mm. going to, at that next day- Mm. Oh, you fucking killed that. Yeah. Well, he bought us like a really nice dinner last night and I'm like, I'm going to get some bomb ass Cuban food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he better fucking appreciate this. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'll, I'll say this in the okay. next section. I'm going to say this. This is your best. How's it taste? I really went for it. You really went for it. I'm going to, I'm a little, I'm going to get mine and I'm, a, I'm not embarrassed, but you really fucking went. I really went for it. I went all out. Okay. Here we go. So, I went to a place in Glendale that I'd been to before. I hadn't been there in years uh, called Mambo's Cafe, Mm. which is just like a Glendale Burbank uh, border. And, uh, Luckily, they are still around. They they survived uh, quarantine and uh, and are still around. And I was like, I'm not going to get a Cuban sandwich because I just I don't want to do that. So I got a sandwich I've never had before. It's called a sandwich de chorizo preparado. Ah, oh, what is that? It is a. It looks like a Cuban. So it is chorizo. Oh my god! Cheese. Uh, and and then and butter on French bread. Holy now, hell! Yeah. Now here's the thing, though. I feel like you will really like this. In I ordered this and I was like, oh, I'm all excited. There's onions in this. It's there's, gonna be okay. It's gonna be. A, <laughs> talk me down. Be okay. Talk me down. It's gonna be okay. The description did not say. Grilled onions in it. Okay. It's grilled onions like in a sauce or is it like slices of onions? It's like small little shredded grilled onions. It's going to be okay. I think it's going to be fun. The chorizo flavor is so strong. I think it'll be okay. okay. I love that you had to talk me off the ledge. No. Ah, chorizo. Get out of here. That's like the onion. If you can see that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's like little slices. You're like my protector. All right. I'm going to try it once like this. And then if I don't like it, I'm going to yank all these goddamn onions off. But here I go. Okay. Lindsay's right. The chorizo. Oh, my God. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that's really good. The chorizo. So that's what it looks like. Ah. Oh, so. On its own. Good. Oh, my God. Just the chorizo. I could just eat the chorizo on its own. So good. Wow. I'm going to do one more thing. 
Because mm. I think this is going to work out well. All right. A couple of the onions fell, which made me happy. And I see one here that I'm compelled to take out. And I see another one that I'm compelled to just take out. Just eat it. Just but eat it. And can I have issues? Uh, actually, it's not that bad because grilled onions aren't that bad. And like the, the chorizo really covers it up. Yeah. I'm going to put, it came with plantains. Ah. So I'm shoving a plantain into the sandwich. Yes. All right. Now I'm going to do it. Oh my God. Mm. I hope the listeners could hear that bite. That was like quite a bite. Oh my God. That's really good. Mm. All right. Good to know. Wow. Mambo's and Glendale. They've been around for a while. That's wonderful. Wow. Could this have been the best? How does it taste? I mean. Top five. This food is bomb. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. That is so good. Listen, I don't. Everyone loves a Cubano and they're great. But a chorizo sandwich. Get wow. the fuck out of get here. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Once we stop recording, I'm just like cramming all this yeah. into my pie hole. And now it's time for What You Eating? What You Eating? We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme, I'm going to take a little sip of water mm. and then give my recommendation, which is the place that gave me all those uh, guava strudels. Yes. Okay. Now, this is one of those places. It's called Ipapake Rico. Mm. I pop a K Rico. It's in Van Nuys. Wow. So again, for those people who aren't in LA, there's not a lot in Van Nuys. Uh, people that live in LA, they're probably going to be like, I'm not going to Van Nuys. But I pop a K Rico is, it's one of those things that has like a bunch of different related. So it's got Cuban, it's got Peruvian, it's got, it's got all of them, mm. but they have, the best chicken, the best rice, the best plantains, and it's for like twenty dollars. Wow! It's like a family meal for like yeah. twenty dollars, nice. and they're beans and rice, which we stated earlier. Like beans and rice are like the most important thing in a Cuban restaurant. Yeah, their beans and rice are just the fucking best. Awesome! I've never so, been there. It's a little like kind of, it's not a hole in the wall, but it's a little small place. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do all their like grilling of their chicken outside on a grill. Mm. And they have, it's one of those things where you look at it and you go, you guys might be having too many things on the menu. Right. But no, they actually do a great job with like, wow, love it. Yeah. Yes. I pop a K Rico. That's my recommendation. Well, my recommendation was I went to Black Market Liquor Bar. Have you been there? I know Black Market Liquor Bar back from the days when I uh, was a freelance uh, bar writer and wrote about bars in L.A. So I've been to Black Market. Okay, so the chef there now is Antonia LaFaso from uh, Top Chef. Which Top Chef? I can't remember. Um, I forget what season, but if that you sounds familiar, if you saw her, you would mm-hmm. absolutely know who she who she is. Mm-hmm. And I went there this week and the food was so amazing. I would get like the pasta and the Italian dishes. Like we had this pasta dish that was so freaking good. Is it a fusion place? It is a little bit like there's like an elote on there and you're like, 
okay, there's like pasta, wow. but then there's an elote on there, like, and there's Korean barbecue wings, and you're like, what's what? happening here? Oh I know. Oh my god! I know. So we had this hamachi. Um, with sprouted broccoli tempura, ponzu, and aioli sauce and a black sesame sauce. Wow. Then we had, um, ah, uh, the meatballs were like so amazing, incredible. And then we had this like kind of a creamy pasta and the food was just like really amazing. Wow. Was yeah. this a special occasion? No, we just wanted to like have a date night. And I, I remembered like going there or like, I was like, I think I've been there. And then I didn't realize it was that chef. And I was like, Oh, it's that chef. And she's like making all her own pastas. Like, let's get into that. She has another restaurant in Venice, but I don't remember what the restaurant's Mm. called, but it was really, 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 really good. Wow. Highly recommend. Jealous. Lindsay. Let's just say you you've had like a week of killing it with food. I tell you what, I mean, I also went to this Italian place last night that was so good. But we've been there many times. It's really What's it good. Called? It's called Pace. It's like the only restaurant in Laurel Canyon. Oh, okay. It's attached to the Country Canyon store, so it's like down the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the food is just so good. It's so good. You are just living your best food life. Yeah, I'm getting fat over here. You know, I'm just like eating. <laughs> all you hibern- do, all you do, is work out all day. What do you mean? I'm hibernating for the winter, even though that's a couple months <laughs> oh, away. A couple months away, with it being ninety thousand degrees that life. Yeah. Uh you need to come back next week and let us know about all that Cuban food that's behind you. Because uh, I can't wait. To I eat can't it. wait to see. I also want to know. We record. Every week. So you have seven days. I want to know how long it lasts. I'll let you know. I feel like I only kind of do a bad eating day like once. So I feel like I'm going to eat it and then pass it on. But I'll let you know what happens. What does pass it on mean? Like Bradley can handle the rest of it. Okay. Well, that counts. That counts. So just keep track of how many meals you and Bradley get out of Okay. That huge thing. Because that is going to be fascinating. Yeah. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll We'll read it on the air, or you can hit Lindsay up on Instagram at Lindsay Gentile. Thanks for listening. Flan is no good. Bye. Bye.